Hi, my name is Vince Rapisura and you can call me Sir Vince. I've been teaching personal finance and social entrepreneurship for the past 20 years. In this podcast, I'll be sharing with you stories and practical tips on personal money management. Tandaan, ang pagyaman na pag-aaralan. How to grow your business. Lalong-lalo na doon sa mga business owners ngayon, ito ay applicable sa inyo. At saka, yung sa mga OFWs, di ba, ang marami sa inyo ay gusto niya nang bumilik dito sa Pilipinas at magtayo ng business. So, ito ang pag-uusapan natin. How to grow your business. Okay? O ito rin, pwede rin ito para sa mga empleyado na nagbabalak na mag-resign at magtayo ng business at paano ba ito palalaguin. Okay? So, we will talk about the four stages of business growth. Ano ba yung mga business growth strategies at saka eight practical tips to grow your business and hahaluan na natin ito ng mga marketing insights. Okay? So, four stages of business growth. Ano ba yung mga ito? No? So, of course, meron tayong startup phase, meron tayong growth phase, maturity phase, at saka renewal or decline phase. Okay? So, ito uh, yung ating uh, apat na stages. Ano? And if you take a look at this chart, okay? Itong chart na ito ay nakikita natin na, ano, ano, if you take a look at this time at saka yung sales niya. Sa um, uh, introduction stage natin or sa startup stage natin na makikita natin doon, low sales, uh, low, uh, low sales yan, no? low sales at ma- nasa maagang part pa kasi ng pagtatayo ng ating business ano and then we go to the growth stage no and the growth stage natin we see increasing sales mare-reduce yung cost tapos nagde-generate na tayo ng ating profits tapos sa maturity stage we are having consistent sales reduce cost and increasing profits yan po yung nangyayari and dito sa panghuling stage natin mapapansin natin na ito ay maaring mag-result in a decline. Ayan, sabi pa, pakigawan nga ito ng graph, hindi ko pala nabura, no? At, at yung uh, life cycle extension naman ang susunod dyan, ano? Yung pag-akyat ano, no? pag, uh, ng uh, renewal, pag-akyat ulit ng ating negosyo or renewal. So, dito sa, ano natin, dito sa decline stage natin, or what we call the renewal or decline stage, ay pupwede tayong magsara o kaya magkaroon ulit ng renewal ng ating business. Okay? So, yan yung ating uh, stages of uh, business growth. So, dito tayo sa startup stage muna magsisimula. So, the startup stage is considered the riskiest part of establishing your business. At dito kasi ay nagsisimula, hindi mo alam kung tatanggapin ka ba ng uh, mga consumers, makaka-comply ka ba with government regulations, magsusurvive ka ba? Yaan ang ating tinitignan dyan. At usually, mga sinasabi nga nila ay 1 out of 10 will, uh, ano, no? will, uh, uh, will close, uh, sorry, 1 out of 10 will survive the, uh, yung business establishment up to 5 years. Okay? Tapos uh, sa startup stage then you also spend the most time and effort to bring business your business idea to life, di ba? Actually dito talaga yung mga pinapatunayan mo pa yung sarili mo at pinapakita mo na yung produkto o serbisyo mo talaga ay epektibo, di ba? At dapat tangkilikin. Kaya yan talaga yung ating pinagkakaabalahan diyan. 
And for the startup stage, it is common for you to wear different hats to get the business start uh, to to get the business up and running. Like ako ano, nung nagtayo ng SEDP in 2004, ako lang po yung empleyado. At ang aming opisina ay yung aming bahay. Naku, ano lang yun dati, 30 square meters lang. So, ako yung janitor, ako yung presidente, ako yung CEO, ako din yung messenger, ako din yung bookkeeper. Lahat-lahat po ako, di ba? Ganun. So, you wear many hats. Ganun talaga kapag nagsisimula. Lalong-lalo na kung hindi naman talaga uh, malaki at wala tayong kapital, hindi tayo nabiyayaan ng mayamang pamilya na magbibigay sa atin ng mga po pwedeng empleyadong makatulong sa ating agad, no? So, yan. Sa so, startup stage... Ang ginagawa natin dito usually ay may tinatawag natin na market and industry analysis and then evaluation of alternatives and then i-implement na natin siya. So if you take a look at this, meron munang market and industry analysis na nagaganap which means kailangan nating manaliksik. No? Ito yung environment scanning na tinatawag natin. Meron tayong case study. Okay? Onions, tomatoes, potatoes, lettuce, carrots, spinach, beans. Two and a half cups a day is all you need, they say, to pack in all the vitamins and minerals required for a healthy and happy life. But have you ever wondered how your vegetables come to be? Who are the faces behind your food? This is Mang Jun. He comes from a long line of farmers who plant rice and vegetables for a living. Together with his son Boye, he continues the tradition of tilling the soil, planting the seeds, and waiting for a bountiful harvest. Each harvest provides a decent return to Mang Jun's efforts. That is until Mega Farm World arrives. Mega Farm World makes farming look like a factory operation. They produce every kind of vegetable all throughout the year, and the produce comes out all the same. Huge, glossy, plastic wrapped and ready for storage on supermarket shelves. How is that possible, Mang Jun wonders. A closer look reveals that Mega Farm World uses chemical fertilizers to promote plant growth and sprays insecticides to reduce pests and disease. Plus, they invest in heavy machinery to speed up their operations. Mang Jun's hopes fall. He knows there is no way he can compete with the factory-like operations of Mega Farm World. He doesn't have the capital, he knows it will kill the land, and he doesn't have the heart to feed this kind of food to people. Pushed against the wall, Mang Jun sells his land to Mega Farm World and troops to the city to look for employment. Meanwhile, Mega Farm World continues ravaging the soil, producing those huge glossy plastic wrapped vegetables, which we find on our supermarket shelves and in our favorite foods. A group of foodie friends called Hungrily found out about this reality one day and asked, is there another way of doing this? What can we do? We put our minds together and came up with a formula. If we enable farmers to cultivate organically grown produce and connect them with socially aware consumers who want real vegetables, then we have healthy, happy people and a more sustainable solution. So what is the plus? It's relationship. How does it work? When you subscribe through our website, you'll get a weekly basket of fresh, seasonal, organic produce for at least three months, available at our designated pickup points. You'll also receive information about the farmers, the land, and our shared responsibility. You'll even have a chance to visit the farms where your food is grown. With this newfound awareness and alternative way of doing things, 
you'll finally get to know the faces behind your food. In the end, you'll eat healthier and the farmers will be happier. Now that's good food and good company. Be part of the change. Be a stakeholder now. Visit www.goodfoodcommunity.com. Tignan yung uh, ano, no, business life cycle ng good food community. So, uumpisahan natin sa environment scanning, yung startup stage ng good food community. So, doon sa environment scanning ng good food community, ang una nilang gawa ay, ginawa ay mag-conduct ng market research para i-determine kung may enough na clients who would like to buy their vegetables. So, nag-conduct muna sila ng market research dito. Kinausap nila ang family members nila at iba't ibang mga subdivisions. Tapos, bumisita din sila sa mga farms at nag-identify sila ng mga farmers na willing na sumali sa kanilang programa. So, these are the environmental scanning activities. no? And they also talk to SIBAT. Ito yung uh, SIBAT ay yung kanilang partner NGO na magtuturo ng organic farming doon sa mga nanay. Okay? So, yan yung ginawa nilang environment scanning. So, ngayon, nang, nung nag-environmental scanning sila, ang susunod na ay, okay, paano ba magsisimula ng negosyo? So, ito yung mga kailangan na gawin no, para makapagsimula ng negosyo. So, una ay, titignan mo ano ba yung problemang tinutugunan ng iyong negosyo. So, this one will focus on the needs or wants ng iyong mga prospective customers o kaya mga mamimili. Ano ba yung mga pangangailangan nila? Ano yung mga kagustuhan nila? And that usually will address ano yung problema, di ba? Ano ba yung problema na tinutugunan nung, nung business mo? Yan ang una mong iisipin, okay? Tapos, pangalawa, so pagkatapos ng problema, titignan mo may solusyon ba doon sa problema na yan. At yung solusyon sa problema na yan ay usually ito ay ang produkto o serbisyo na ibebenta mo doon sa mga customers. Okay? So, dito sa solusyon sa problema o sa produkto o serbisyo, tumutungon ba ito sa pangangailangan ng mga customers? No? At, ito ba, at ito yung inyong mga goods and services na, na ibebenta. Okay? Tapos, susunod sa so problema, solusyon, susunod dyan ay market o buyer. Mayroon bang market o buyer doon sa solusyon mo? Kasi yung solusyon mo yung produkto o serbisyo, di ba? At sila ba ay magbabayad para doon sa produkto o serbisyo na ibibigay mo sa kanila? Okay? And then the last one is, ano ang iyong business model o delivery system? Which means, paano makakarating ang produkto o serbisyo sa target market? Kasi usually, di ba, meron tayong mga na, nagagawang mga produkto o serbisyo, pero ikaw naman ay nakatira sa bundok, di ba? At ang customer mo ay nasa syudad, paano yung pagde-deliver mo sa kanila ng produkto o serbisyo para matugunan yung mga problema, di ba? So, yaan yung simpleng-simpleng pamamaraan on how to conceptualize your business idea. Magsisimula sa ano yung problema, tapos, solusyonan mo yan. Yung solusyon mo, dapat produkto o serbisyo yon. Tapos, hanapin mo sino yung bibili. At kapag may nakita mo na may bibili, paano mo ma-ide-deliver yung produkto o serbisyo sa kanila. And that means, nandun ka rin sa production. Paano mo gagawin yon? And then, ano yung logistics para makarating yung produkto sa intended customers mo. So, yaan yung in gist, paano magsimula ng negosyo. 
So doon sa uh, GFC, social enterprise idea nila, no, after the environmental scanning, ito yung nakita. Ang problema, may lack of income among farmers and lack of organic vegetables in Manila. So ito yung uh, naging problema nakita nila. No? Ang solusyon ay gagawa sila o organize sila ng mga farmers na magtatanim ng organic vegetables at ito ay bibenta nila sa Metro Manila. Okay? At yung market, mga socially aware and health-conscious urban dwellers. O, oh, di ba? Ang linaw-linaw. Mga health-conscious kasi, syempre, ang mga health-conscious usually gusto nila organic ang kanilang kinakain. Urban dwellers, hindi sa probinsya, doon sa, um, ano, sa syudad. At mga socially aware, meaning mayroon silang pag, uh, pagbibigay ng halaga doon sa gumagawa o sa empleyado sa mga producers. Okay? Delivery. So ang gagawin nila ngayon ay magkakaroon ng mga pick-up points through community shared agriculture. So wala silang pwesto na permanente, ang, uh, meron lang silang mga designated pick-up points kung saan yung mga market, yung socially aware, health-conscious urban dwellers ay pupunta dun sa mga pick-up points at kukunin nila yung kanilang mga orders na uh, vegetables, organic vegetables. So yaan yung kanilang business idea. Okay? So Titinitignan natin dito sa um, evaluation na ito, no? what opportunities can they, uh, can you take advantage of? No? Mayroon bang needs or wants na unmet in your community? Mayroon ba silang pinoproblema? So yan, titignan natin how to take, how to, um, take advantage of opportunities. No? What are the things going on around you that you could fix? Di ba? Mayroon bang mga pangyayari sa paligid mo na magkakwede ka makapagbigay ng solusyon? Ay ako, nung, nung ang, ang nabibigay ko na solusyon ay saan ba magandang mag-invest? No? Lalong-lalo na sa mga, may mga ekstrang pera dyan. No? Nabibigay din natin ng, ng solusyon yung mga, paano ba mag-save? Lagi na lang akong walang savings. O yun, yun yung nabibigay ko. No? So ngayon, isipin nyo, ano ba yung kaya nyong ibigay? No? What can you fix? Can you offer a product or service to fix it? And can you make money out of it? Okay, so yan yung opportunity recognition natin. Now, we go to evaluation of alternatives. So nasa startup stage pa rin tayo, no? pero evaluation of alternatives portion na. So dun sa startup stage, evaluation of alternatives, ang purpose nito is to take advantage of opportunities. So yung points of entry natin dito, pwedeng technology, production processes, market segments, industry entry points, and organizational modes. So dito, tinitignan natin ano ba yung mga posible nating gawin. Okay? So dun sa example ni Good Food Community, nung nakita na niya no, ano yung kanyang business model, ano na yung mga evaluation of alternatives niya. So for example, ito, no, transporting ng vegetables from farm to pick up points. Paano natin kukunin yung vegetables doon no sa sa farm? So um, una ang inisip nila oh magpo-purchase ba tayo ng second hand vehicle para ta- meron tayong pang pick up doon uh, or isasakay na lang muna natin sa bus or mag-hire tayo ng jeep para makuha yung gulay at mabigay dito sa Manila. So yung nakikita niyo yung naka-check dito ay yung na- napili nila nung unang-una ay to have a bus, uh, to transport the vegetables in through a bus, di ba? Kasi dati parang antay sila ng antay, walang nangyayari ano, doon sa kanilang business model dahil tinitignan nila itong second hand mismo. Sabi ko, alam nyo, 
matatagalan kayo diyan kasi malaki kahit na second hand yan malaki pa ring pera eh yung bus transportation ayan lang o oh, murang-mura basta i-make sure lang natin na maayos yung pagkakapak ng vegetables at hindi nalalanta di ba so yun yung evaluation of alternatives nila in terms of the transportation ng vegetables Next naman ay doon sa manpower. Naku, paano natin ito ngayon uumpisahan? Eh, lahat tayo may trabaho. Ano yung gagawin natin, di ba? So, mag-hire ba tayo ng full-time staff? Mag-hire ba tayo ng part-time staff? Or, kukuha muna tayo ng volunteers and then gagawing part-time and then after that, full-time status. So, ito yung pinili nila na alternative. no? So, nakikita nyo? Evaluation of alternatives. Okay. And then sa initial capital, sabi nila, okay, wala tayong malaking capital. Maghingi kaya tayo ng grant, okay? Tapos sabi nila, um, ay, humingi na rin lang tayo ng contribution from our stockholders. Pwede rin tayong kumuha ng advance payment from our clients. And pwede rin tayong kumuha ng business plan competition. So among these four alternatives nila to get the initial capital, tatlo yung nagawa nila. Sumalin sila ng business plan competition, kumuha sila ng advance payment from their clients, at kumuha sila ng initial contribution from stockholders. Okay? And then, to reach their target markets, paano naman yung evaluation of alternatives na ginawa nila dyan? They called their family and members, nag-distribute sila ng flyers in distributions at uh, subdivisions, at sumalin sila ng changge, trade fairs, and social enterprise groups. So with this, I... Ginawa nila lahat yan. No? So yung evaluation of alternatives, hindi naman ibig sabihin na marami tayong pagpipilian ay isa lang yung pipiliin natin. Pwede naman na marami tayong pagpipilian. So need not be one choice only, which means pwede naman kumili tayo ng marami at subukan natin yun. Alam nyo, most of the time talaga, ang pagnenegosyo ay may pagka-trial and error din siya eh, sa totoo lang. No? Minsan hindi mo alam kung ano yung papatok no, sa mga uh, consumers natin. Sa evaluation of alternatives, dito rin maganda na gumawa tayo ng ating business plan. Simple lang na business plan. Ano? And it is best to focus on realistic alternatives that could be implemented rather than the ideal. Kasi yung ideal, medyo madami dyan ay usually suntok sa buwan. Diba? Masyadong lofty yung gusto natin na pagpapa pag uh, pag uumpisa no ng ating business actually itong aking social media career no ang uh, noong uh, pandemic no kasagsagan ng lockdown ay bahala na si Batman basta ang ginawa ko na lang ay yung kung ano yung computer ko ano yun yung yun na yung ginawa ko no ginamit ko hindi na ako nagantay pa na magkaroon ako ng studio na katulad ng ginagamit natin ngayon okay so uh, sa evaluation of alternatives it's also Uh, important na you do the work and learn from it but always strive to improve you learn from your mistakes no at maganda rin na tumingin ka ano ba yung ginagawa ng ibang mga tao and you learn from them para you don't commit the same mistakes you can also apply your creativity when generating alternatives so mag-involve mag, uh, ka ng mga people you trust at saka yung mga kapareho mong mag-isip no Most of the time ay makakatulong sila sa iyo no sa mga mas magandang alternatibo sa pag-implement ng iyong business. Okay? So, doon tayo sa second uh, sa uh, pangatlo na ginagawa doon sa startup stage no which is the implementation. So, yung una, so um, sa startup stage meron tayong environmental scanning. Dito nagre-research tayo. And then we have our evaluation of alternatives. 
And then, yung pangatlo ay implementation. Sisimulan na natin talaga. No? So, dito sa implementation, actual resources are deployed to establish the enterprise. Ako, ito na. This is the moment of truth. Uumpisahan mo na talaga. Magpo-pour in ka na ng mas maraming energy at saka capital for this one. Okay? So, we take a look at the organizational structure and operating system in place. Which means, you make sure na mayroon tayong production process, mayroon tayong mga sistema na sinusunod. Hindi man kompleto, pero at least meron tayong pinagsisimulan. Okay? So, there is an option to pilot test uh, before pre-operating or sub-commercial test runs. No? So, meron tayong pupwedeng ginagawa na itetest muna natin yung servisyo o produkto na ibibenta natin. So, doon sa good food uh, ka, ano, no? community na implementation, mayroon silang soft launch na ginawa. No? So, uh, this is an in-house soft launch. So, they gathered their friends and uh, ano, no? nagpasample sila ng dishes made from organic vegetables. So, yun yung kanilang ginagawa. Nagpasample muna sila para i-introduce yung kanilang produkto. And they started with their family and friends. Kaya nga sabi ko, ano, kapag meron tayong mga kaibigan na nag-uumpisa ng kanilang mga negosyo, Suportahan natin sila. Huwag tayong magpalibre at manghingi ng paluging discount, di ba? Tayo ay sumuporta sa kanila. Bumili tayo, di ba? At itry natin. Tapos pag tinanayin natin, let's be honest. Sabihin natin yung feedback natin sa kanila because that will be very valuable para i-improve nila yung kanilang business. Okay? Tapos, with this, they were able to get weekly supply of vegetables from the farm na na-distribute nila sa kanilang mga subscribers. Okay? They started to come up with checklists on how to deal with farmers from planning to de- planting to delivery. Kasi ano yun eh, may farm management talaga dapat. Uh, hindi dapat pare-pareho yung tinatanim ng mga farmers. Dapat nakaschedule din para make sure na every week mayroong naha-harvest yung mga farmers. And then they also complied with government regulations and started bookkeeping. So yaan yung uh, ginawa ng GFC, no? Tapos punta tayo dito sa second stage. So after the introduction, papunta na tayo dito sa growth stage which is nagkakaroon tayo ng increasing uh, sales and na reduce yung cost at nagkakaroon na ng kaunting profit. Diba? So sa growth stage natin, uh, the business plan is already paying off na, ano, no, na naisulat natin initially. And then yung ating production or service delivery goes into full gear. Consumers know about your product or service. Nakikilala, nakikilala na tayo, no? At mayroon na tayong mga suki doon sa growth stage na to. The market for the product or service is growing. So sa GFC growth stage, ang ginawa nila, nag-establish sila ng website at saka Facebook page to reach their target market. And then, they regularly join social enterprise events to showcase their products and services at they are being featured in newspapers and uh, the television no nung nung napalaki na sila okay tapos sa growth stage then ay patuloy nilang tinuruan yung mga nanay na organic farmers nila at nag-execute sila ng memorandum of agreement with Sibat which is their partner organization na nagtuturo ng organic farming Okay? So, dito sa growth stage natin, mayroon akong eight practical tips no, on how to grow your business. Okay? So, the first one is to do your market research. Kasi kapag naiintindihan mo yung exist, yung pangangailangan ng inyong uh, 
customers ay pwede itong lumago, no? At pwedeng existing and then potential customers yung titignan natin dito. Okay? Look for shifts in the market or market trends. May mga nagbabago ba no, sa market or market trends. Nung nag-lockdown, ano yung market trend noon? Nako, uh, bawal lumabas. So usong-uso ang delivery. Ngayon naman, nag-open up na ang ating ano, no, balik na ulit sa normal. Although mukhang nagbabadya na baka mag-lockdown-lockdown ulit. No? Ay... Uh, ano, may pwede na ulit mag-open ng ating brick and mortar stores o ang ating mga outlets. Pero nandiyan pa rin yung delivery. So ano ba yung mga market trends na na nakikita ninyo at you can actually take advantage of those, no? You can do what we call a SWOT analysis o yung pagtingin ng strengths and weaknesses mo and then ano yung opportunities and threats, no, outside that you can take advantage, okay? And then you can also learn from competitors. Okay? So yan yung mga po pwede nating gawin when we do our market research. So when you focus on the needs and wants of your target customer, you are actually uh, one step ahead in addressing these needs and wants. At kapag na-address mo yun, you make your customers happy and delighted with your products and services. And they will increase uh, customer loyalty. Okay? So... Tignan mo din ano yung mga change in behavior na nakikita natin no so focus on the most basic needs ano ba yung values and essential value and essentials na na, na uh, tinatinutugunan mo no and then um, sh- our consumers now are shopping more consciously they are ano no health conscious and they want sustainable products and services and they also are buying local because they want that community connection okay and Of course, digital commerce. Nako, parang ano talaga na ngayon, no? kung gusto mo na mag-business at ikaw ay lalago, kailangan talaga na mayroon tayong digital presence, no? Okay, number two, we can build a sales funnel, okay? So, yung sales funnel, here, you understand your customer journey, no? Titignan mo yung uh, customer journey at explain natin yan mamaya. Here, you can also offer discounts or promos, uh, getting customer contact info, and then sending them business updates. So yung sales funnel is actually from the time na makita ka ng ang ating customer hanggang sa pagkatapos niyang bumili at nagamit yung produkto o serbisyo mo. Yan yung customer journey. So when you can also, in the middle of this, you can para ma-attract sila, you can offer discounts or promos or kung existing clients na sila at gusto mo silang maging loyal sa'yo, bumalik sila at tumikim ulit, bigyan mo ng discount, di ba? Um, getting customer contact information so you can regularly communicate with them is uh, also another way of building your sales funnel and sending them business updates, no? So yung customer journey natin ay yung gino-go through talaga ng ating customer from pre-purchase papunta sa consumption and then sa post-purchase no? of your product or service. Diba? Kunwari, bibili tayo ng airline ticket. Yung pre-purchase niyan ay yung pupunta ka pa lang sa computer tapos mag-type-type ka at titignan mo kung uh, ano yung mga available na flights. Pre-purchase yun. Ano yung experience? No? Delightful ba? Madali bang mahanap o gulong-gulo ka? Bigla bang ito yung presyo tapos kung babayad ka na, nag-iiba yung presyo? Di ba nakakabuisit yung mga ganun sa mga airlines? That's the pre-purchase experience. And then, yung consumption phase ay, yun na, 
papunta ka na doon sa airport, nag-check-in ka na, tapos nag, uh, ano, sumakay ka na ng eroplano, nakarating ka, okay ba yung pag-receive sa'yo ng uh, welcome doon sa check-in counter? Nung nandun ka na sa eroplano, ay maayos bang pakikituungo ng mga uh, stewardess sa'yo, ng mga flight attendant sa'yo? Tapos noong bang lumapag ay eroplano at uh, nagkukunin na yung bagahe, ay maayos ba? Madali mo bang nakuha? These are all the consumption phase, no? And then after this, the post-purchase ay, ano yung pakiramdam mo na nakasakay ka na ng eroplano when you're already in your destination, uh, di ba? Ang post-purchase ay, kunwari, na-late ang landing natin. So pag, pagpunta ko dun sa meeting natin, ay dala-dala ko pa rin na, hey, naku, nakakalis talaga yung airline na yan, no? Na-late na naman ako sa meeting ko dahil nga late ang paglapag. Post-purchase yon, no? Or, Uy, ang bilis ko lang ha. Nakuha ko agad yung maleta ko. Tapos ako ay paglabas sa eroplano, ay paglabas sa airport, mayroon agad magsasakyan at nakarating ako sa aking destination. Post-purchase yun, no? Ito yung customer journey. So titingnan natin siya. Okay. And then we also can increase customer retention. So increasing the customer retention, we build customer loyalty to increase sales. And It, because, you know, it is five times cheaper to retain a customer rather than get new ones, di ba? So, kapag sa customer loyalty talaga natin ay maganda na we take advantage doon sa mga customers natin na um, nagre-reklamo sa atin, ano? So, how to increase customer uh, retention? So, i-prioritize natin yung customer service because... Only 10% of dissatisfied customers will tell you about their experience. 90% will not tell you, but they will tell others. Diba? Ay, naku, huwag ka dyan, huwag ka dyan. Sabi nila sa kumare nila, sa mga kaibigan nila, kapatid nila, kapamilya nila. Pero hindi sa'yo. Diba? Kaya, kapag may nagreklamong customer sa'yo, pasalamatan nyo sila. Because that's actually part of your market research. This is feedback directly from your customers huwag nyo silang aawayin. Ha? So, kapag uh, ganun, kasi yung iba, mga sa customer service, eh, nakikipag-away pa, di ba? Yun. You can create customer loyalty programs para patuloy silang bumalik-balik sa'yo and mag-engage din sa social media para mayroon kang interaction sa kanila and keep your promises. Di ba? Yung mga pinapangako mo ay uh, tutuparin mo. Huwag kang mangangako na napapako lamang. Di ba? Parang pag-ibig lang yan. Number four, build strategic partnerships. So in building strategic partnerships, we can participate in networking events, mag-attend tayo ng meeting and other na with and uh, mag-attend at mag-meet tayo with other business owners, no? Pwede rin tayong mag-put up ng booth para ma-promote yung ating business at uh, pwede tayong mag-salita, no, sa isang sa uh, as an industry expert. Katulad ko, no, naimbitahan ako sa mga television stations, sa, sa radio, sa newspaper, to talk about my expertise. No? And that builds partnerships. No? Para ma- kasi with these partnerships, mas nakikilala yung iyong brand o yung iyong negosyo. Okay? Um, number five, people, planet, and planet over profit. So ito yung mga ways no, on how to improve your uh, business. Okay? So we go beyond corporate social responsibility Uh, and what we usually do is we take care of our members so that they take care of us, di ba? So, uunahin natin na protektahan ang pangangailangan ng mga 
customers natin at saka ang environment natin over profit, di ba? Kasi marami sa mga negosyante ngayon ay nakabahala kayo sa uh, inyo, no? Basta ako ay pagkakakitaan ko kayo. Hindi maganda yon, okay? So, how to be a social enterprise in this sense? You offer products or services that solve social problems. Yung hindi nakakasira sa um, ano no sa kalikasan at hindi rin nakakasira sa kalusugan. For example, hindi maganda yon, di ba? Going green is also a good social enterprise um, uh, strategy, no? Giving back to the community and producing sustainable products. Number six way on how to grow your business is to consider franchising. So you sell your business rights to an independent owner, uh, which means uh, siya yung nagmamayari ng business, pero ikaw yung nagmamayari ng business idea. No? Kailangan niyang sumunod doon sa formula ng iyong business, susuportahan mo siya sa marketing at lahat na lang ay uh, ng pag-ooperate nito siya ang gagawa. And then, ang mangyayari ay mayroon na lang royalty or fees na babayaran sa'yo or profit sharing kayo depending on your arrangement. Okay? Because here, through franchising, you increase your number of locations uh, ano, no, easily because uh, hindi na ikaw lahat yung gagawa. Mayroon ka ng katulong na gagawa at pag-operate ng business. And this is also less capital intensive kasi hindi mo na kapital yung gagamitin. No? Kapital na nila yung gagamitin nila pero mag-earn ka pa rin. So franchising is another strategy to grow your business. Number seven is to take care of your people. Ay nako, ganyan talaga ay isa sa mga learnings ko yan eh, no? Pag hindi mo inaalagaan ang mga tao mo, nanakawin, nanakawan ka nila, no? Kasi in a sense talaga namang ninanakawan mo rin sila, di ba? Kasi hindi mo sila binabayaran ng tama, for example. So, You, what you want is a, what we call a total reward system. No, hindi lang sa salary and compensation. Kasi sa totoo lang, mas malaki pa nga yung gusto ng mga empleyado o mga tao mo na nare-recognize at na-appreciate yung kanilang eh, pagsusumikap dun sa trabaho kaysa doon sa salary and compensation. No, kapag longevity na yung pinag-uusapan. Kasi yung salary and compensation na pag-uusapan yan sa totoo lang. Pero ako, sa experience ko, Kapag nagbabayad tayo ng maayos sa mga empleyado natin, ay talagang mas magiging loyal sila at sila mismo mahihiya na hindi magpa-perform, di ba? You can also, uh, with, with, when you take care of your people, you develop top talents and you delegate the, the tasks to them. Actually, yun yung magandang sign na ikaw ay maayos na negosyante. Kapag hindi mo na kailangan gawin lahat para umandar yung iyong business. And this is through talent management na tinatawag natin and we are able to delegate um, responsibilities to them and you trust them that they will be able to do it correctly. Okay? Number eight, you source financing from savings and plow back. No? Instead na tayo ay kumukuha ng utang. No? Nako, ano yan, no? for uh, about, uh, I'd say about uh, 2004 to 20, oh, 10 taon din, no? na ang naging source ng growth namin ay utang no sa Sedpi. Pero my God, masakit siya sa ulo. Kaya ako ay iwasan na lang natin yung sobrang-sobrang utang para lumago yung business natin. Ang gagawin natin, mas maganda na tayo ay kukuha from uh, from our savings. no um, Mag-iipon tayo from our savings na nanggaling din sa plowback, nanggaling sa kinita natin from our business 
at yun yung gagamitin natin para palakihin yung business. Okay? Another one is to attract investors at maggawa tayo ng profit sharing scheme with them. So kapag may kita, may paghahatian. Kapag may lugi, ay paghahati-hatian din natin yung lugi. Diba? Hindi yung utang na kahit nalulugi ka na, naku, batong-patong pa rin at patuloy pa rin ang interest. So get investors instead, no? instead of um, getting loans. Okay? So yaan yung ating uh, second stage which is the growth stage. Okay? So now we go here to the maturity stage. So nagiging consistent na yung sales natin patuloy na bumababa yung cost. So, lumalaki yung ating kinikita. So, the maturity stage, we can uh, start to expand and we can implement what we call intensive strategies. So, pag-uusapan natin yan lahat mamaya. Then, we also take, take a look at integration strategies and diversification strategies. So, dito sa maturity stage ng uh, good food community, So uh, from four pickup points naging 10 pickup points na sila no with with this and then from one farming community ay naging five farming communities na yung nasusuportahan nila okay so sa business strategies for growth natin ito yung mga uh, strategies so meron tayong tinatawag na integration intensive diversification and, and diversification strategies no sa integration strategies natin we have what we call forward integration backward integration, and horizontal integration. So, para ma-explain ko itong mga concepts na ito, ay tubingin muna tayo, ano ba yung value chain? No? So, yung value chain, this is a market channel that the product travels to get to a distinct consumer group. No? So, yung value ay usually nag add to reach the higher value market. So, here in our value chain, for example, mayroon tayong input suppliers dito sa baba, Then producers, traders, processors, wholesalers. Then we have retailers. And then finally, we have our final consumers. At every step of the way, value is added. No? Ibig sabihin, tumataas yung uh, product value nito hanggang sa pagnabili na ng consumer, mas mataas na yung value. Kumikita ang bawat uh, actor doon sa value chain. So for example, ang titignan natin na value chain ay rice, no? planting ng rice. So dito, meron tayong input suppliers, they provide the raw materials, uh, so yung mga supply stores. For example, yung mag, sa kong rice ito, magbibigay ng fertilizer, magbibigay ng seeds, no? uh, magbibigay ng uh, mga equipment para sa pang uh, land preparation. And then we have the producers, so yung mga producers, yung farmers na mismo, sila yung nagtatanim, okay? And then we have the traders, kapag ibebenta na ng farmers yung kanilang produkto, sila yung mga middleman no? na kukuha doon sa produkto ng farmers. Okay? And then we have the processor. So they make now the final product. So pwedeng yan ay i-rice mill na nila para maging bigas yung palay. Okay? And then from that, ay ibebenta na nila yon sa wholesalers. No? Sila yung mag, ano, uh, ating distributors. And then yung mga wholesalers, ibebenta nila yan sa retailers, papunta na sa palengke. Pag nasa palengke na, ayun, mabibenta na sa consumers. So yaan yung tinatawag natin na value chain. So yung vi- yung final customers natin pwede itong mga rural rural consumers which are low quality yung produkto kaya low price din na nabebenta. Tapos mayroong mga urban consumers higher quality, higher price. And then mayroong mga export no na mga consumers 
premium quality and premium price. Okay? So, yaan yung uh, ano natin, yan yung titignan natin. So, unahin natin, no? Forward integration. So, yung forward integration ay gaining ownership or increased control over distributors or retailers. So, for example, uh, dito, no? Dito sa ating... Uh, dito sa ating uh, uh, value chain, ay tayo ay uh, trader, for example, trader. So, we go nearer no, to the cons consumer at ang ginagawa natin dito ay we take, uh, we take more role doon sa value chain. So, ngayon, trader ka, hindi ka na lang trader, nagiging processor ka na rin, nagiging wholesaler ka na rin. No? So, nagi nagiging role mo yan. So, dito sa example natin, dito sa ito, no? Um, forward integration, dati ay uh, nag, uh, uh, nagbebenta ka ng uh, uh, nagbebenta ka ng banana queue. So ngayon ang ginagawa mo ay ano no nag uh, sa forward integration. Wag, wag hindi magandang example yan. Okay. So dito for example no yung uh, ano trader tayo ng rice for example. Tapos, instead na nagtatrade tayo, ang ginagawa din natin, di ba, kumukuha tayo ng, bumibili tayo ng palay. So, yung palay na yon kapag gagawin na natin na bigas, kailangan natin ng rice meal. So, nagtatayo ka ulit ng business, na nagtatayo ka ng rice meal. No? So, palapit siya. So, bumibili ka lang ng palay dati, ngayon ay may rice meal ka na rin. So, forward integration yon Tapos, uh, nung nag, na may rice meal ka, ikaw na rin ay nagpuhulsale ng mga bigas na yon So, that's again another um, part of the value chain na forward integration kasi lumalapit ka doon sa uh, consumer. Okay? Sa backward integration naman, pabaliktad siya. No? So, gaining ownership or increased control of a firm's suppliers. So, here, dati, before, for example, ay nagbebenta ka na no? ng mga... Uh, gulay ng mga veg uh, ng mga prutas ganyan tapos ano yung backward integration yun so, palapit naman sa supplier o ito o nagtayo ka ng farm mo for example kasi di ba producers yon no bago ang mga retailers palapit sa supplier so backward integration yung tawag doon no yung horizontal integration naman ay gaining ownership over your competitor so pareho kayo na dito Pareho kayo na karinderiya no? at competitor kayo. So ang ginawa mo ngayon, binili mo yung isa pang karinderiya para ikaw na lang yung may karinderiya. Or dalawa pa rin yung karinderiya na yan pero iisa na lang yung may-ari. Diba? Horizontal integration naman yung tawag doon. Okay? So meron din tayong tinatawag na mga intensive strategies. So intensive strategies ay market penetration, market development, and product development. Doon sa market penetration, you seek increased market share for present products in present markets through greater marketing efforts, no? So yan yung uh, market market uh, ano natin, no? Market penetration. So mayroon na tayong produkto at uh, uh, serbisyo and mayroon na tayong lugar. Ang ginagawa lang natin doon sa lugar na yon ay Uh, nagkakaroon tayo ng increase na marketing para dumami pa yung ating mga consumers dun sa lugar na yon So that is market penetration.
penetration, pinapalaki mo yung market share mo sa existing na market mo. And then we have market development. Ito yung introducing your present products into new geographic areas. So for example, kami, ano, nagsimula kami na dalawa lang yung branch namin sa Trento and sa uh, Bislig. Tapos, introduce namin sa Lingig, Hinatuan, Rosario, Santa Josefa, Barobo, Montevista, Prosperidad, Carmen, Bayugan, and then lately ay sa Santo Tomas. So, nagbabranch out tayo no, sa iba't ibang mga lugar. That is called market development. Mayroon ding tayo na tawag tayo na product development. So, you increase sales by improving present products or developing new ones. So, ito yung mga menu mo dati. Ngayon ay dinagdagan mo yung iyong mga produkto o kaya in-improve mo yung iyong existing products na yan. Ano? So, product development ang tawag doon. Diversification strategies. We have what we call related diversification and unrelated diversification. So, diversification ay pagpaparami ang ibig sabihin, no? So yung related diversification ay adding but uh, adding new but related products or services. So dati ay puro ka lang mga chichirya, mga ganyan. No? Tapos dito ngayon, mayroon ka ng binibenta na soft drinks, may Clorox na rin, may mga uh, ano, um, ano yan? noodles, di ba? Mga sabon. Kasi ito yung mga usual na ginogrocery. So adding new but related products or services. Yung unrelated naman, kumare mayroon kang... Uh, you're adding new unrelated products or services. So dito mayroon kang sari-sari store, tapos nagdagdag ka ng video okay dun sa sari-sari store mo. Unrelated naman sila, pero pwede mo siyang idagdag, di ba, sa tabi. At yaan ay tinatawag na unrelated diversification. Okay? So now we go to the last stage of our business growth or business cycle. Ito yung decline or uh, life extension, ano? So, pwede tayong magsara o kaya life extension, no? matutuloy yung ating business. So, renewal or decline. So, here, we can reorganize, reorient, or rehabilitate our business. Uh, here, we, the enterprise reorient itself, meaning, saan na ba ako papunta? No? Kailangan ko nang mag-innovate ulit. This is done by repositioning or redefining its market. And this may lead to a new life cycle or culminate in bankruptcy or closure. Simply closure. Wala namang... Uh, masama sa pagsasara ng business. Kapag na-fulfill mo na yung mission mo, then so be it, di ba? So, reasons for decline. So, usually, hindi mo pinapursue yung mga opportunities to expand during the maturity stage and you are not also adapting to the changes in the industry affecting your customers. Okay? Mayroon ding ano, no? uh, iba na ang dahilan ay yung competing businesses have better products or services that you can offer. And the last one is you are not reacting to technology ad, ad, uh, updates or advances. So dito, mga defensive strategies yung pwede nating i-gawin. Ano? So mayroong retrenchment, which means nagre-regroup tayo, we make our operations more efficient, at uh, ano, no? uh, nagka-cut on costs, nagka-cut on, uh, on uh, manpower to reverse the declining sales or profit. Mayroon din tinatawag na divestiture, which is we sell a division or part of an organization or ano, um, kinuklose mo lang yung ibang parts ng business mo na hindi nag-earn tapos you proceed with the uh, earning portion of your business. And then mayroong liquidation, which is ito na talaga, sinasell mo na lang yung iyong company's assets in parts for their tangible worth para um, hindi ka na tuloy-tuloy na malugi. 
Okay? So, dun sa GFC, nagkaroon sila ng reorganization, uh, nag-change sila ng board of directors, no? yung original founders could not commit more time, for example, nagkaroon din ng change in ownership of the corporation to benefit those who are really working for the enterprise. So, nagkaroon sila ng business renewal. So, yan po ha, yan yung ating uh, business growth uh, stages or business cycle natin. At uh, sana marami kayong matutunan at kapag kayo ay nagtayo ng business ay magawa nyo itong mga binigay nating tips sa inyo. My name is Vince Rapisura and you can call me Sir Vince. Tandaan, ang pagyaman na pag-aaralan.